So in three days time we set off on our round Britain voyage. Um, the whole thing will take us till the 23rd September and it's the preparation has been going on for quite a few months now so it's really exciting to get so close to the start. Um, tomorrow the young people arrive which is really exciting because all this time it's just been the, the core team and we've not sort of seen any young people yet. So once they arrive I think it will become really um, quite real and, um, and yeah the enthusiasm that they always bring along to the, the trips is yeah something we've all really been looking forward to. So for me so far um, I'm the onboard reporter for the voyage and I'm been, I've been working on a lot of the uh, visual communications as well so we're trying to really build quite a big audience online and also um, in various magazines and stuff so it's been really exciting there's been a lot of interest and, um, and all this is going to help to sort of build the trust name and the brand around the country so that we've become more recognisable and then in turn we're able to then take more young people sailing. So when we set off on the voyage, um, my role as the onboard reporter will be um, taking photos, video and doing the social media from onboard the boat so we'll be able to communicate to our audience online um, what the young people are doing and um, yeah, give them a bit of an insight really into the sort of daily, daily routines. So altogether the voyage is 2,400 nautical miles of sailing and that's split up into 17 legs and it acts as a national relay so every leg will get a new group of young people on board and um, then we'll take them on a, f a four or five day trip and then one of them will return to their home port back to a big welcome. I think overall Round Britain's about much more than just the sailing. It acts as a, a sort of significant endeavour for the young people to take on. It's, um, it's going to be quite challenging at times with the weather and um, that offers something slightly different to the other return to sail programme trips that the Trust offers. And one of the key key objectives of the whole project is to try and raise the profile of the Trust which will enable us to take more young people sailing and reach a wider audience with uh, the work that we do. Round Britain is also really about rebuilding confidence and the self-belief and independence of those involved. Once young people return from their leg as well it will really bring back into focus the positive options for their future. I've got quite a unique perspective on the trips as I quite a few years ago now came as a young person and hugely benefited from that first trip. Um, I've got loads of really fond memories and it was quite, a, quite an instant reaction I had to being on the boat and the, the sort of comfort I felt of the sea and things like that. And then to go through that and then come back as a volunteer I got loads of different things from that again and I still to this day do every time you sort of in that volunteer role um, you sort of helped in, in different ways by the young people and, and chats you have with them and yeah that, that really helps and then again progressing even further and coming back to work for the trust is a, a real privilege to to be in, in the presence of all those moments that happen on board where you'll see a, a sort of a, a bit of joy in someone's eyes when they realise that they're capable of much more than they previously thought they would be. I guess I can never really hope to sort of fully replicate what it's like on board with the young people and, and the atmosphere that being on board with these like five young people it, it creates because um, in a way it's the boat is just a means for that to happen it's kind of just a vehicle it's not about sailing um, but I think yeah off the top of my head it's, it's about the teamwork um, it's, it's sometimes about them being able to sort of re redefine what they're capable of physically perhaps 
that's walking to and from the boat or he might be on board whilst we're sailing. Um, they're given a really good, safe, solid environment to be able to, to push themselves a little bit further. So I've seen cases of people arriving on crutches and then by the end of the week they're left on board as they walk up and down the pontoons, which is really, really nice to see because it's really well, it's an easy thing to define. They needed something, the trust helped them and now they don't need that support anymore. And yeah, that's a real black and white. That, that young person has become more independent and, um, and has really benefited from the trip. The fact I'm sat here now next to Moonspray and in three days time we set off sailing around Britain. I think, yeah, I, I would have never imagined I'd be in this position. Um, and then to also not only be on board, but be actively um, sort of pursuing a career that um, I really want to is, is just, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a real win-win. It's, it's combining two of the, the real passions that I have. And, um, yeah, and then on top of that as well, being able to share the stories is, is another huge aspect to it. But I think, I, I can't say what I'll benefit from this particular trip, but I I think the sea miles I'm really looking forward to, getting getting out. Something else I'm really looking forward to about getting on the boat and, and getting out to sea is, is the length of time we get to spend on board. So we'll be on board for around four or five months. Um, myself and Hannah, who's the first mate, who I first met on the first trip I came on with the Trust, we'll be doing the whole of the round around the UK, which is um, going to be a really big achievement, I think. Um, it's bound to be pretty emotional once we get back, um, back to where I'm sat now probably, in four or five months' time, and between now and then, um, yeah, we'll, we'll visit all these amazing places and see like all the amazing coastline that the UK's got to offer, which I don't think many people get chance to really, because it's right on our doorstep, and um, and yeah, to see it from from the coast is going to be pretty special, along with all the wildlife that goes with it, and all the amazing welcomes I'm sure we'll get into towns and cities. I think living on the boat gets takes a bit of getting used to. You you're quite confined in in the space that you're allocated, and um, and we need to stick to that because it's quite easy to to assume you could bring several different outfits, um, when in reality and practically you just haven't got the room so you definitely get a good amount of wear out of each piece of clothing but again it's all part of the um the living on the boat and and you know the, the young people get a glimpse of that for, for maybe four or five days but then yeah i think for me and hannah it's it's a bit more uh, intense because we're we're gonna pack very very lightly for quite a long amount of time and yeah, I think sailing with all four skippers as well is going to be really cool because I've had loads of experience sailing with, with Mark Burton, the first skipper. But then to sail with the other three for a good amount of time each is, is going to be a really cool thing. Just picking bits and bits of knowledge off each of them and picking their brains about things. And yeah, each one has quite a different way of doing things as well. So learning a lot um, sailing wise will be really cool. For the trust to offer me um, around Britain as an opportunity, it's, it sort of stands as a real stepping stone for me. I sort of see it as a, a perfect way for me to um, to hone certain skills that I really want to develop, and I think become the kind of filmmaker that I want to be. It'll put me in that situation to say, right, okay, you wanted to be here now, now do it and, and get the results. I think. 
yeah, I've, I've thought I've thought at length about sort of what's what's after Round Britain for me, and I think yeah, having having done Round Britain and have the experience, it'll be a real um, a good warm up for uh, for on and want to do next. I've got a lot of mistakes to make, but I'd like to I'd like to get on board a Volvo and sail around the world. So I think the goals I have for my career have a lot of similarities to Round Britain, but perhaps longer, harder sailing, more intense weather, stricter deadlines, and yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's a lot more intense, I guess. I think that's what attracts me to it a little bit, because, you know, the Trust is a really nice, safe environment, but again, it's not about the extreme side of sailing. But in a way, the Trust has opened my eyes as to what is out there in terms of the sailing and then again the stories that are, are produced from you know more extreme sailing situations are, are real insights into the kind of um, human human stories and real intense situations always produce really good content I don't know I guess I won't I don't know why why I want to do these things and achieve these things until I've done them I think then then I'll find some kind of answer as to what it is that's um, inside me now that's motivating me to, to run towards it. I think, yeah, I'll get that answer once, once I achieve it. I think that's kind of the mindset I've had for a while and it's, it's worked out well at things I've decided to do that would push me. Um, I've always had the end goal in mind, like the very mentally put myself in that situation that I don't want to be in and then try to do everything I can to get to it and yeah I guess it all, it all stems from the treatment and the sort of change shift in perspective that you always have when you have treatment as a young person, it, it kind of realigns goals that you perhaps had previously to something different and yeah perhaps I would be quite happy in in a in an office for five days a week and and sometimes I am but there's this other um, sort of little burning thing inside me that says that's that's not enough that's what you sh that's not what you should be doing with your time. But as a patient, initially with diagnosis, you you forced um, or perhaps I was speaking from personal experience. It's obviously different for everyone, but I was forced to question a lot of things which a 16 year old wouldn't normally be um, forced to question and think about things like mortality, things like family, things about relationships, things about career prospects and yeah I think you'd be forced to think about it because of the whole fear of death and not fulfilling what you perhaps thought you were going to fulfil. And then I guess that is similar in a way as you're on treatment and then you, you're after treatment, you know, if, if you're, um, if you go on to inter, inter remission, you're then left with a kind of, the, the afterthoughts of all those things and perhaps have a, uh, an increased drive to pursue them all because you kind of, you, 
there's that element of uncertainty that's been thrown at you. So you kind of want to get everything ticked off, perhaps before. Yeah, it's, it all stems from the, the fear of. I'm not going to say the word fear of death because that's just not something you want to hear in an interview. You try and after treatment to strain every inch of life out of what you've been given because you realise how precious everything is and yeah you, you do realise what great importance things like your health, your family, your friends and, and what you spend your time doing it all is really really important to you after the treatment I think. It is really exciting and I've lost a lot of sleep already just in sort of that Christmas morning feeling of knowing what's around the corner and, and being living on moon spray and yes yeah, it's, it's it all seems too good to be true really because it's yeah I can't think of any better place to be and think of better people to be surrounded by during treatment um, I was really hit physically by initially by the actual illness and then subsequently by the treatment to treat the illness um, which is just the way chemotherapy, surgery and radiotherapy work um, and yeah that left me in quite a, a bad place physically and um, yeah, that's another another thing I guess which you, you underestimate is feeling feeling that low physically and not being capable of the things that you want to do and that frustration because of a whole host of emotions that go with treatment and um, there's obviously the obvious ones like sadness and anger but there's all, all the host of ways that it can make you feel and yeah that frustration of not being able to do what I want physically stayed sort of in my brain for quite a while and it's not something you forget very easily so then when you are given the opportunity to rebuild yourself physically I, I jump to the chance and, and want to tick off certain things that I'd said I'd do oh, I wanted to tick things off when I was sat in a hospital bed um, and then get out there and actually do them and it's a lot harder than it is to say it because there's a lot of things that are involved with rehabilitation and getting back to where you were and then further than that so I think I pushed myself quite hard physically after treatment I wanted to run some marathons and I wanted to not only catch up with peers I guess but also um, have some good sort of milestones to reach myself so yeah I think round Britain will be physical and it will be challenging in a different kind of way. I think it's it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint.